1: Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Wrestling to the max, 205 Live Review! Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, we're going to do our own uh, entrances now, since we don't have one for 205. Uh, we'll, We'll just do it ourselves from now on. Hey ha- <laughs> We we need it. We need a 2051 now. Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm Brandon Biskobing, I'll be your host for tonight, and for the fifth time in four days, it's Liz and I. Hi, Liz. Hi, Brandon. <laughs> We're almost done. This is our last gonna, one. You're,
0: tomorrow you're gonna be like, I am not talking to her today. <laughs>
1: Nope. So, yeah, we got 205 Live to talk about. We've got some cruiserweight action to talk about.
0: Usually the best stuff.
1: Yeah, and rightfully so this week again. Mm Um, what? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh... Night, uh, Vic Joseph and Nigel McGuinness are over in uh, London for the UK tournament taping, so we get Tom Phillips and Percy Watson on the uh, announced table tonight. Uh, Jack Gallagher is also still in the UK, so we just get uh, Brian Kendrick and, uh, coming out with Drew Gulak. Um, we get a recap of the Lucha House Party trios win last week. Both Kalisto and Gran come out with Lince Dorado and Penelope Kulak the Pinata. What the <sighs> hell? This is just... It, can, can you really get any more stereotypical?
0: <laughs> I'm not even commenting on that because it's going to end up in a rant.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... So the fall, the opening contest scheduled for one fall
0: one ball.
1: is drew Gulak versus Lince Dorado. And Hey, Lince gets his old music back. Yay. Yay. Please stay as a singles guy so I can hear your music again mm-hmm. and, and get away from, uh, from generic Mexican stereotype, <sighs> uh, faction number three.
0: Anything that's house party and has a piñata, I mean, go give that to No Way Jose. Give that to No Way Jose and I'll
1: be fine. No! No. No. We are not sullying No Way Jose. See, that's what I thought he was going to be when he first debuted in in NXT was a very generic, stereotypical, like, you know, uh, Latino gimmick. And then he surprised me and he was actually unique and that's why I like him. So, yeah, no, we are not sullying his good name by doing that.
0: Unique sure. in the ring. Unique in the ring, but not unique
1: in, in gimmick.
0: But anyway, it's the whole of the show.
1: True enough. Um, <sighs> he, he's definitely gotten more stereotypical since he's come up to the main roster. So he wasn't <gasps> as bad in NXT. Um, <laughs> so, this match was um, was fairly True good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, Both of them did, you know, Gulak... You know, it was, again, one of those, you know, a very high-flying guy against the ground base of of Drew Mm. Gulak. Um, Kendrick helped Gulak out a little bit uh, at the end, moving his foot onto the bottom rope um, after Dorado hit him with the Golden Rewind. Um... And also hit him uh, onto the bottom rope to set up Drew's finisher, and yeah, Gulak uh, has now submitted all three members of Lucha House Party. So yeah, hopefully this debacle is over and we can move on, and maybe Lucha House Party can break up soon enough.
0: Didn't they announce a match for next week?
1: Yeah, I think they did.
0: With them, I don't think it's over. I mean, yeah, I I, was- I,
1: I, I know this. I mean, I, it's Drew, wishful thinking.
0: I mean, for some reason, one of my favorite things was him yelling, um, "How does it feel, cat?" I, <laughs> I don't know why.
1: That's a good R- one.
0: Random, random stuff like that always. Um, oh know, yeah, I mean,
1: I mean, we've already he, talked about how good Drew has been when he was uh, on commentary.
0: I mean, we could talk about Drew for an hour, especially oh, yes. Harry and I. Uh, yeah. Um, but you know it. it they got a nice little chunk of time it was like what at least six seven minutes maybe a little bit more i think mm-hmm. um you know solid opener played into the you know played into the feud that is going to be like never ending it's going to be the feud that never ends. oh god don't i know sorry <laughs> um but you know it, i like to say i'm glad he got his music back I'm with you, I'd love to see him get away from that. I think all of them need to get away from that, because they're all solid, you know, well, on their own. Well, but see, at have... least,
1: see, I mean, I hate to say it, but at least, you know, and this isn't a good thing, but at least Kalisto and Grand Matalik make sense with them. Like, they are that type of, you know, just prototypical generic luchador number five type gimmick we, whereas yeah, dorado it. has been unique throughout his whole career
0: absolutely you can definitely make that argument i cannot you know disagree with you there at all and kalisto and grim grim you know say say it um you know if they do go the way of um tag teams on here which i don't see maybe now with the uk show they'll do something crazy so there's enough people they'd make a great tag team, and I think they could definitely be, you know, contenders, but Lindsay definitely deserves, um, his own, his own spotlight. Oh,
1: yes, definitely.
0: And I can never get enough Drew, so, you know.
1: (laughs) So, following that, we get, uh, Drake Maverick in the back, talking to the ref about the main event, then Hideo Itami comes in, and, uh... Drake says, "If you have issues in the future, you need to co- you know, come to me instead of running in on matches." Atami says, "There won't be any problems in the future if Maverick shows him respect." Drake says that uh, respect is a two-way street, and you can earn it by beating two tough competitors tonight. Um, and yeah, so that's that. What do you think of this whole thing with Atami?
0: I like it. I think Mm he's, um, I think he's, I think he's quite capable of, um, I mean, we all know he is quite capable, but main eventing elsewhere and main eventing here are too entirely. Yes. You know, different, um, um, things, you know, WWE certainly used to a certain type and keep a tight rein. I don't know how it works, you know, anywhere else. Um, I'm glad he's getting the opportunities Mm -hmm. he is to, um, you know, you know his test. you know not just in the ring but you know, otherwise, yeah I think it's well well deserving and it's nice to see them you know it, it you know going with it mm-hmm. gonna say attempt rather than so. <laughs> um
1: yeah I'm I'm definitely hoping this leads to something with the Tommy because you know I mean granted it didn't help that he got injured a bunch when he was in NXT but you know he came in to such. Fanfare, like he was one of the first big indie signings uh, for NXT, and you know he never really amounted to much in NXT. But now he has the opportunity to hopefully redeem himself in 205 or in five and do something with it. Um, we get TJP out with the mic, talking about the Cruiser Great being wasted again. He says, I should always be the main event. Um, We get him interviewing uh, local jobber number 25. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And he says, he calls him Palbert from Tostito, Ohio, instead of Toledo, which was funny. I popped for that. Um, The local jobber number 25 punches him in the face for disrespecting him. And that leads to TJP putting him in a uh, knee bar, and he taps. It wasn't an official match, but yeah. And TJP just walks out. Where where do you think they're going with this? Because like they kept, they keep on having him do this stuff with like you know with jobbers, and then you know the whole thing of oh I'm gonna go up to the main roster and everything. But it doesn't seem like they're really going anywhere with it.
0: I think they're going to, you know, build to it. I mean, they haven't really been doing it, you know, that long. I think they're testing out, um, testing him out in this role. But I think he's proving himself. He plays a great jerk. You know, (laughs) I was um, when TJP was showing up on and you don't really see them on they Stopped having them on the on roar they're right? never
1: on raw anymore. I think and even you know what, I, right? I think Dave Meltzer even said like a couple of weeks ago that they're officially fully done. with Yeah, so uh, when raw. he would
0: show up, I don't know, sorry, I mean, twelve I when he would show up on roar and I started to do this, you know, show with Harry, um, I was really like blase about him. I mean, he had like a, a funky entrance and everything but he blended in with a lot of people for me. He was a little um, bland and almost like a little generic. I'm not talking about his in-ring ability. Cause mm. he, he's, we all know everybody on the show is like in a class of, you know, all their own, yeah. but he didn't do anything for me. Like it felt, it felt like for me and I'm stressing for me, it felt like really flat. I like this jerky, you know, assholery for lack of a better word, you know, PJP. I mean, suits-
1: yeah, I mean, it may suit him, but I think a lot of that, and we've talked about it mm-hmm. ad nauseum about a number of different guys, but I think mm-hmm. that's just a symptom. I mean, it may, it may help him to an extent, but mm-hmm. I think that's very much just a symptom of this PGPC WWE that we have now where because like because the heels are they're trying to get them hated the the heels are able to toe that line much more than the faces ever are the faces are like 10 miles away from the line
0: mm-hmm.
1: whereas the heels are like you know a few feet away from it and i think that that gives the heels a lot more creative freedom to do things and feel more natural, feel more like real human beings and not robots. Right. So I think that's more just a symptom of WWE in general more than, you know, Mm. an individual.
0: Yeah, but but also not everybody's going to connect with that gamer thing, you know, he had...
1: That's true. That's true. You know, I mean you know, his gimmick was on, very
0: um I didn't, you know, as much as I try to follow video games because like my nephew's really into them and I do watch, you know, not just Up Up Down Down but other stuff, you know, online, I didn't connect with it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know
1: I mean I so connect I with I connected with it much more because I am a gamer, so like, you know, that does right. help. Um certain gimmicks like that, yeah, it it definitely, you know you know it definitely helps um to be in that class um so that that that's a good point in in that sense um but you could say the same thing about a lot of gimmicks in the past and and even in in modern times
0: no absolutely,
1: absolutely. Um, we get uh sure. We we get Leo Rush uh, getting another promo, and this time it is uh, giving him giving a specific date next week. Leo Rush will make his debut uh, at in 205 Live, so that'll be interesting to see how he does in, with the cruiserweights. Uh, and like Liz said before, um, we are getting a six man tag match again. Between Kendrick Gallagher and Gulag versus Lucha House Party. This is, uh, this time it's an elimination match, so I guess it's a little different.
0: But you know do you know why I don't mind it? Okay. Drew's in it.
1: <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I just I'm want just this feud to be over already.
0: I'm I'm am i I'm just kidding. The feud has to end and my alright, it's an elimination one, but ugh. Oh, so sorry,
1: mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, we get Cedric Alexander backstage, um, offering Mustafa Ali a hand and and seeming to help him out with strategy. So the main event scheduled for One Fall,
0: One Fall,
1: sees a triple threat between tay Te- Hideo Itami, Buddy Murphy, and Mustafa Ali. The end <laughs> sees it- Itami win. Uh, and uh, yeah, this was a pretty crazy match. Um, Atami wins uh, by taking off the the bottom uh, turnbuckle pad, which I haven't seen... I don't think I've ever seen someone take off the bottom turnbuckle pad. It's always the top turnbuckle pad.
0: I and, have. I can't give you a specific instance, yeah. but I, I've seen it.
1: I might have seen it once or twice, but not in a long time. Um, and uh. uh Uh, Atami then proceeds to hit a running dropkick, uh, into the, uh, turnbuckle, uh, with Ali right there, and I, just seeing it, that looked like it hurt. Oh, yeah. Like, they sold that well. Uh... The the other big spot uh, in the match, and and all I could think of, I know you don't follow it, but go go look it up. Um, whenever I see someone pull off a Spanish fly, especially off of like something like the the uh, the announce table or anything outside of the ring, all I can think of is. Uh, Will Osprey this past year, uh, back in Ma- or back in March, at mm-hmm. New Beginning at one of the New Beginning shows, hitting a Spanish fly off of the apron and proceeding to jam like jam his head in and jam the back of his neck off against the apron.
0: Ooh.
1: yeah, it, it like you feel your neck hurt when mm-hmm. you see it. It was bad.
0: I definitely have to. Look at it. I, I kind of have like a inkling that I've seen that you probably have because it. I
1: think someone posted a gif of it on uh-huh. the on the group chat. Right. Um, but yeah, it was it was painful to watch. Um. But yeah, so that's what—that's all I can think of. Whenever I see a Spanish fly, I'm like, "Oh God!" You know, be careful with those. Those are very dangerous uh, spots. Uh, but yeah, so we get um, uh, a Tommy win, as I mentioned. Um, what do you think of the match first, and then you know, do you think Tommy has any chance of winning the title?
0: I thought the match was was really good i mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed it um
1: I'd probably say one, it, of, one at least one of the best matches of the week
0: yeah easily easily um it's definitely in my top three. it probably mm-hmm. is my you know top one yeah um Probably another the number one match, you know, for me. I mean Ali always delivers. I'm sure there's somebody who will be like, Oh, well he sucked this day. I'm sure he's had an off day year and there. But know. Ali is a solid performer. You know you're gonna get something good out of out of him. Oh, yeah. Um Hideo, I've actually even though I don't follow a lot of different things, I've always been familiar with him because he's somebody that everybody always, you know, talked about. Um so I have not been surprised that I've enjoyed everything you know he's done um anywhere in in the company and for Murphy as I say in every episode of anything we record I didn't watch NXT until recently (laughs) so Murphy has when I first saw him I was like yeah and not not in like a mean way it's like you know it's like okay here's another guy with a certain look you know I, I did enjoy the whole you know um um weighing thing you know i got a kick out of that yeah. um you know like okay well i'm um, big you know what is a big fish in a little pond you know whatever <laughs> like like you know like oh on the main roster like what chance do i have you know some movie i'm gonna get down to wait you know and then yeah. kick ass over here you know so i i i enjoyed that um so, but he pleasantly surprised me. I didn't think I was going to, you know, take to his character. I didn't think he would, you know, Im- impress me, but he really has. He's, deli- for me, in my opinion, um, he's delivered pretty much every match I've seen him in. Mm. So mm-hmm. for me, this is like at least like a three star, probably a little bit more match. I mean, the crowd was dead. As yeah, that like was
1: kind of disappointing. I mean, it's I do not... tend to listen
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt okay. again. I I do tend to listen to things with the volume low, so mm. if I'm wrong, you know, just correct me. I I don't care. No, no, but, no you know, you're
1: you're definitely right. The crowd wasn't all that and, into this. But I think that's the problem that I it seems that um WWE has and 205 Live has um when it comes to, uh, you know, especially when it comes to 205 Live, and even for the main roster, to an extent, you Mm. get this, um, where, especially for 205, it all depends upon where you are. If you're in one of the bigger, smarkier cities, that crowd is going to be there for 205 Live, and it's going to be loud. But if you're in one of these smaller towns that, aren't as in tune with, you know, it, you know, the the other wrestling other than WWE, you're mm-hmm. going to get that disconnect.
0: Right. But what I was No, absolutely. But they did turn them around a little, which is what I mm-hmm. was going to which is what I was going to say. So they took a crowd that was kind of you know, fall, falling asleep. I mean, it's, been, it's not even that they're falling asleep because of them. It's been a long, long day for these mm-hmm. people. You know, um, th- but they did. They they turned them around. I think you know quite a bit, and they deserve the credit for that.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I'd compare this to uh, the uh, the undisputed air versus uh, Lorkin and Birch match uh, on Saturday, mm-hmm. where the crowd was completely against Lorkin and Birch, and then they turned them around.
0: Yeah. And as for the, your question, um, I do think it leads to, um, a title shot or a feud with it's a, a feud with Cedric would be nice because we haven't even really seen Cedric, you know, yeah. <laughs> all that much, and we don't want Cedric to turn into somebody else. We oh God, really, no! At
1: student, least he's on he, TV though. I mean, no, we saw him tonight. We,
0: we I know we did um, I would love a feud between the two of them I think we could get some Really quality stuff both in and out of the ring
1: mm-hmm.
0: Right down the line I don't I don't see Cedric dropping Yet Because they haven't yeah. really done much with him and, As a champion yet And I think that would harm him more than anything And with Hunter running the show I think he knows that But like really what do I know do yeah. um, But I think eventually yes
1: Yeah I I definitely hope that Atami does get a title run at some point. Maybe extended, like maybe have it, um, you know, have them have a match at some point over these this next month with Cedric winning, um, but then Atami like forcing him what his way into a a rematch, and then have mm-hmm. that at SummerSlam, which I would assume there's gonna be a. A cruiserweight title match at SummerSlam, and have a Tommy win it there.
0: Very plausible. Before we wrap up, let me ask you a question. Okay. With this NXT UK, yeah. Do you see them adding any of these matches to the pay per views at any time, or what? just maybe even the big four?
1: The NXT UK matches. Hmm. Not to the main roster shows, but I could totally see them um, maybe expanding the takeovers and putting maybe one of those on there. But I also have a feeling that we may eventually, like I think, I don't think this is going to happen right away. Um, We may get one or two UK championship matches, Mm -hmm. like the main title, uh, on some of the takeovers like we have in the past. Mm-hmm. Um but I think they're gonna kinda test the waters on this for a little bit and if mm-hmm. it is successful we may get separate NXT UK takeovers.
0: That'd be pretty cool. I was just curious where you thought they'd and I know NXT isn't usually on the on the, you know, pay per views, but I was thinking yeah. to um you know, promote it some more, especially with like I, I think like Gallagher they'll, and, and whatnot crossing, you know, yeah. between so many lines.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think they'll uh, probably, if they do it at all, they'll do it on the takeovers because I think Triple H is going to focus on getting... He knows that the main roster crowd, if they aren't watching NXT already, they're probably not going to watch this. Mm-hmm. So he's going to focus on getting the NXT crowd into watching the UK show. Mm-hmm. So, if 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 they're going to put him on anything, it'll be on the takeovers.
0: Yeah, I was just curious because I, yeah. I have a feeling that some others are going to be um, jumping around as well. But we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: I mean, the only people that I could really see jumping around is Gallagher... Um, or at least I hope, although they've already kind of, you know, diminished the whole concept of it being UK only. Uh, mm-hmm. But I could definitely see Gallagher going back and forth. I could see uh, Danny Burch going back and forth uh, from NXT. <coughs> and But besides that, I can't really think of any UK-based guys other than one individual who uh is in is in uh is in wrestling limbo right now. Who? Can't think of him? He he was on he was on two oh five last week, saw him.
0: Oh uh, no. <laughs> yes Neville.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah um That that's a that's a topic for a different show. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit more on uh, Thursday when we talk NXT, since it is. Yeah, no. I was I was just
0: looking at something on I was just looking at something on Twitter, and there's a discussion going on. If any more, you know, how are they gonna, you know, cross it over and and promote
1: it? No, I understand that. Yeah, I I I have my own little uh, mini rant to go on about that because I think (laughs) this is well beyond past due and you know the the momentum it has i mean i get that they're doing the you know the second uk title or the uk championship tournament which helps it a little bit but you know you know for all of the hype of the uk tournament the first time it kind of you know it's like now it's not as big of a deal as it was back when they first brought it into the fold. Mhm. And there's really only one guy that I really care about in, in this whole UK thing. I mean I granted I haven't followed these guys nearly as much and, you know, I don't have the same sort of uh, you know, rooting interest possibilities with exce- with the exception of one guy for the UK tournament as I did for like the Cruiserweight Classic. But um unless they do something with Devlin, I probably won't really watch this show all that much
0: yeah I'm pretty much with you there
1: so um, let's do a, a rating on this um,
0: you know I really enjoyed it I enjoyed Tj's um, stuff I enjoyed the the little bit of backstage or stuff I got. I'm in a good mood. I'm gonna give it an eight.
1: Okay. Um I'll give it a seven and a half. Um you know, the the opening match was was good. Um the whole stuff with uh TJP was kinda of, was kinda of funny, and then the the main event was good, but not quite to the level that, you know, we've had on other and on other two oh fives. Uh one word review. Uh,
0: one word review. I had one that slipped out of my brain. Um, one word. consistent.
1: Yeah. Yeah that that that's that that sounds about right. Um. Yeah, I, I I can't really come up with a better one, so that, that worked for me as well. Um, you know. The the only thing else that I could mention is that, you know, we, we get a new well, I'm assuming we get a new number one contender, so this is kinda like a new beginning for the uh for the uh uh cruiserweight championship for the title picture. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean I think it'll continue to um Pick up and be solid. I mean, you're gonna have some hits and misses. Oh, you're yeah. gonna have that, you know, you know, anywhere. Yeah, I would have given to ten if we somehow lucked out and gotten Corey to stay on uh, um commentary. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking all the other guys that aren't there. Corey is <laughs> right there. If you couldn't yep. give them an extra hour, and, yeah, come, on. come
1: on. I still wish that they would have because of Moro, uh uh not being there on Saturday. I wish they would have given us a a, a uh, throwback team of Tom Phillips and Corey Graves for takeover.
0: Oh man, that would have been so good. <laughs>
1: uh so that just about wraps us up for Heat for two O five. Um finally our quad our uh our quadfecta with five shows is over. Uh, it's been great. It has been. We'll we'll be back. I I know I'll be back. Liz will probably be, be back too on Thursday mm-hmm. for to or for NXT. Uh, see, all these shows are now mixing together in my head.
0: Right. I know that's why even the whole uh, you next you NXT UK thing. I didn't even like phrase it properly because everything's all jumbled in my head.
1: <laughs> yeah. Watch. Watch. We're gonna get roped into doing a review for that too once it starts. <sighs>
0: You know what's going to happen, though? The next, you know, pay-per-view and TakeOver? What what two fools are going to be covering the whole thing? <laughs> Harry will conveniently be out of town? Yep. He or Whatever. Yep.
1: Well, I don't think we're probably doing much of anything for Extreme Rules because I think everyone's going to be out of town or something.
0: When is Extreme Rules?
1: Uh, like mid-July, either early or mid-July, I think.
0: Are you planning on being away?
1: No, no, I won't be, but, like, I thought you were going to be out of town or something. I thought no, I heard um, you talking
0: about that. I'm out of town in the beginning of the month.
1: Oh, for July, for 4th of July? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I, I might be by myself for that, or we may not have a, uh, we may not have shows for that week. We'll see, mm-hmm. though. So, for Liz Piglisi, I'm Brandon Biskaming saying so long, and we'll talk to you later. See ya. <music>